Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Joining us this week, Missy Clifton on the phone and our host, Tom Dupree. And we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. Tom, I think this song is uh, insult to injury. The temperatures, the snow. So this is by the late, great Marvin Gaye, who uh, had Lexington, Kentucky connections. I think it was through his uncle maybe or his father's family and i think he actually lived there there's been gays in the uh black community with their last name that i remember there was a joe gay played uh uh forward for lafayette uh high school back in the uh 70s but anyway then there was the olympic runner tyson gay yeah Yeah. that's right so yep okay now, I'm going to read from the uh, New Living Translation, uh, the uh, Luke 2, uh, about the first 18 verses, so hang on. But the New Living Translation has really got an interesting twist. Of course, it's a paraphrase, not an exact translation. But all right, starting at Luke 2. At that time, the Roman emperor... Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And it was actually also a tax. I'm adding that myself. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home he traveled there from the village of nazareth in galilee he took with him mary to whom he was engaged who was now expecting a child and while they were there the time came for her to be born she gave birth to her firstborn son wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them so that's the end of verse 7, let's just make no mistake. The reason Jesus had to be born in a manger was because of a combination of the IRS and the Census Department. You know, you had to go back. So it was a government action that caused them to be out and about. 
Verse 8, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven. I love that. Love that, the way to call it the armies of heaven. That's just so beautiful. Praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. <laughs> what about the ones with whom he's not pleased? I wouldn't want to be them. <laughs> <laughs> this it just reminds me it, I went to a little school in Tennessee called Sewanee and there was a religion professor named Herb Wentz and he was they called him Father Yahweh he was kind of a big gruff guy from Salisbury North Carolina and uh anyway uh, he had a, he had a bumper sticker inside of his office that said, Jesus is coming and boy, is he pissed. Thought I'd add that. Uh, when the angels had returned to heaven, Elizabeth shaking her head at me. <coughs> the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So the birth of Jesus uh, gave also birth to, uh, uh, let's call it uh, spiritual tourism. So these guys, I mean, they didn't just get on a donkey and go. They uh, they took their whole retinue of 50 to 100 people. So it was an economic event when those guys would travel to go see uh, the Christ child. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. There was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. You know, and, and uh, oh, I'm thinking, I said shep shepherds. No, I'm thinking of wise men. I got them confused. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard uh, and and seen. It was just as if the it was just as the angel had told them. So, the birth of Jesus, the New Living Translation, I love it. It's the thing that I mean. I either read the King James, the ESV, or this. Now, point that I'd like to make here. Government intervention, government intervention. So in this case, it's the Roman Empire. has always been with us, and it's always been semi-oppressive. Just uh, yesterday or two days ago, um, our government, gargantuan thing like Jabba the Hutt, sitting there just oozing, nasty, 
passes a $1.7 trillion bill to, quote, keep it running. I I heard a a little thing with this Gene Shaheen, senator from New Hampshire or somewhere, saying, oh, this is not inflationary. It's going to just fund things that are already uh, in existence. In the third hour, you're listening to the first hour. I'm going to play a clip at the beginning of the third hour about from Milton Friedman, the late Milton Friedman, who was the economist from the University of Chicago, who talks about what really is the cause of inflation. It's always governments printing more money. But if you look at this horrible thing that our Senator Mitch McConnell from Kentucky absolutely caved into and signed and supported or voted for um, no resistance at all. They could have filibustered it, waited until the new Congress came in, but no, they went ahead and got this done. Completely rubber stamped. There you completely go. Completely. And Missy has done a good bit of work on this. So tell us what we well, got, got I mean, handed. What did we get handed to us for Christmas, Missy? Ho, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think you really need to, you know, you throw out these big numbers and you just don't appreciate really what we're talking about. We're talking about 11 zeros, <laughs> 11 zeros, one, seven, zero, 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 zero. I mean, this it's like, <laughs> it is, it's beyond. It, and the interesting thing is, Sorry, forty-five I mean, this, this billion. Hey, that's, forty-five billion for Ukraine. It's got to be good. Forty-five billion dollars for Ukraine. Meanwhile, and, no, and, no border wall. Eastern Kentucky people still don't have, but we right. got to give forty-five right. billion to help Ukraine maintain its border. Uh, you know, sovereignty. And, and let's 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 back up here just a little bit because um, you know the, the other thing is is that. That $1.7 trillion price tag was wrapped up into a 4,155-page document. Now, Tom, you know I'm a reader. I like to read. But if you were talking about, like, reading 100 pages a day, it would take you, what, a month and a half to get through this? Yeah, I I think that ought to be your assignment. well, how much stuff sure. has been passed? How much stuff is what? What all was in the Inflation Reduction Act that just and, happened? And not even, not yeah. even, and, and, and you know, we said rubber stamp sixty-eight to twenty-nine. So it moves yeah. on to the House. So, oh, it's, yeah, it's there, a done there is, deal. So, so, and and to your point, um, absolutely, there was no priority to our border whatsoever, and it was a puppet show for the all-powerful, which I, I call him the fun-sized, charming little grifter, Zelensky, who came in on American Airlines, not Amer- the American Airlines, but he was brought in on an American airline, an American aircraft, I guess is, is the correct way to say that, to deliver his impassioned you know, speech to tell Congress how the American people quote unquote, had not sacrificed enough for the war on the Russo-Ukraine border. Mm-hmm. And I believe his, his words on CNN were something like, 
Um, they said, you know, do you have enough artillery? And he said, you know, honestly, no, not really. And that our money, our American taxpayer dollars, it was not charity. It was an investment in the global security and democracy, democracy um, that that we, you know, that we need, we American people needed to, to, to handle. And you of know, course, I really, I really don't have any words for this, but I'll tell you something. I, I don't either. I mean, Mitch McConnell. Somebody has got to step up and primary him. And, I mean, you know, in this state, dead. because the people of Kentucky keep voting for this. Yeah, McConnell said it's the number one priority for the U.S. right the now. Number one, he said, providing assistance for Ukrainians to defeat the Russians is the number one priority for the United yeah, States. Yeah, I, I saw right that. Now. I saw that. It's unconscionable. And no wonder he won't talk to the press. I mean, I've put in requests over and over to have Mitch McConnell come on our radio show. I get stonewalled every time. How many times has Andy Barr been on this show? Over 10, maybe 15. You know, Andy, I call him squishy. I call him this. I call him that. I call him things. And he laughs and... I think he halfway agrees with me, but he comes on and he and he gives a hearty defense of 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 his stuff that he does. Some of which I think is absolutely, bumbling. absolutely. You know, at least he's he shows engaging. up. He, he you know, he I, does. I, I, I've, I've had Rand Paul. You know, I basically have an agreement that Rand Paul will do the show. He's been on once or twice, but he's not saying no. He's just saying I'm busy and it's tough to get it worked in. But the bottom line is McConnell is completely unaccountable to people in Kentucky, doesn't care, laughs at you. I mean, you know, and, and, and this has just got to stop. Somebody has got to stand up and say, you know what, this, this can't go on. This is foolishness. You didn't stand up and fight for anything. So anyway, well, I mean, you know, no, Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry effing Christmas, yeah, excuse spending- me. Billions we do not have in empowering, um, you know, the current administration. Uh, no fixes, um, you know, no fixes for the the you know securing the the you know the states at the border. Nothing. You know, um, want to you want to know why the American people, the average person, the the kids at, I was in the airport yesterday, and I took the dog with me. She can't follows. She can fly on the plane. She didn't have anything to eat. I didn't have any food. I went and bought a sandwich. $13 for a little sandwich that's that's like three by three. And I ate half of it, and, and she had some. Now, those kids that were working in the airport, I don't know what they're paying them, 13 bucks an hour probably, an hour's pay to get some little sandwich that's almost like a cracker. The reason why we have this kind of inflation is this kind of thing. And these out-of-touch fools, absolute fools that are that are our overlords that are borrowing money out of thin air and spending it on the most insane sorts of things you can imagine. Who, what kind of evil people write these kind of 4,100-page bills and foist them, their, their intent not on just punishing America, but destroying it. And this little punk from Ukraine coming over here and saying the American people haven't sacrificed enough and nobody will go to our southern border and look 
at what's going on there or try to fortify it. The governor of Arizona, the environmentalists and the Democrats made him take down this wall he was building out of shipping containers. No, we've got to have completely open borders. But Ukraine, run by a bunch of crooks that Hunter Biden is tied in with, oh, we got to maintain their border integrity. It's total BS. None of it makes any sense. I actually, read no, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. It's it's about <laughs> destroying America. That's what it's about. There was an article that was written by The Hill on December twenty second. The um the author was Mike Lillis, L-I-L-L-I-S. And it was so interesting because it was a complete puffery piece, a skewed view on the $113 billion of taxpayer dollars that have gone to protect the Ukrainian border. And interestingly, it was all about Pelosi and what a great job she's done. Uh, and you know, isn't, that, isn't this wonderful that she's leaving on this high note of, you know, of political Where was this article published? And, in the hill it was uh yeah, it was but, actually it was it was it was pushed on uh on the lexington in our local lexington herald so i was just curious i wanted to read it because here's you know uh, kamala harris and nancy pelosi standing holding a ukrainian flag with you know Zelensky in front of it and you know by, by the way the guy couldn't even bother to get out of his sweatsuit because you know he's in the war he comes to congress couldn't be bothered to put on a suit or a tie i just it, 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 to me it was it just looked i will tell you that when at the very beginning of this at the very beginning of all this stuff i don't know when it was a year or so ago andy barr our own little congressman was walking around with a ukrainian flag on his lapel and i said there is no way in hell a member of our Congress should be walking around with the flag of another sovereign country on his lapel. He ain't doing it anymore. And I told him, he, 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 he basically browbeat me over, so if, you don't, if we don't give them the money, then you're for communism, right? And I said, Russia is not a communist country anymore had all these neocon explanations and i said this will be just the beginning andy and now he's calling for oh we should audit this stuff hey the horse is out of the barn buddy you were all over giving him this money at the very beginning and now you're you know marjorie taylor green who's the only one up there that has any kahunas is saying Oh, well, look at what the hell's happened. She stood up against this. And now Andy and these people are all falling in line. I mean, it's amazing the lack of any kind of principles these people have. And uh, I'm sorry. I, I just call it like I see it. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong on this. Well, I'm just, I just want to know if there's any adults in the room. Well, yeah, there's plenty of adults chronologically, but they're. It, I'm talking the, about the whole thing in Congress. The Are whole thing is is just in, incredible. I mean, it's just insane. It is really insane, and uh, you know nobody acts like it's not. What the hell? Well, our money is not. Uh, so I mean, our money is not charity. All right, uh, let me say something. Know, I, I, let me say something. The reason ahead. I'm an investment guy, I believe that we are in a fight for our economic lives. And if our economic security is taken away from us, so is our freedom. That's why we invest in things that produce stuff because over time 
The only way you've been able to multiply your buying power is by investing in companies, not bonds, but companies that take advantage of what's going on in uh, the market and can raise prices over time to keep up with inflation and produce returns for their shareholders. We're down a little bit this year, not as much as the market, but this is how you fight it. This is one way you fight it. The other way is you use your voice and I'm doing the best I can do. And Missy, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Breathing well, in Kentucky. I always got to laugh about it. I try to give you a compliment and you laugh it off, but that's just yeah. how it is with you. Great job. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. All right. Well, where are we going the next half? We're talking about Sam Bankman Freed, and you got all kinds of goodies on that. Oh, some, some. It's interesting. It, but, but, you know, as, as we as we talked about last week, he made it out of the Bahamas. All yeah. right. And suddenly his parents' house was worth $250 million. We got to get out bond. of here. More in the <laughs> next half right of the hour. The oh, yeah. More in the next half of the hour. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. If you want to hear more of the Tom Dupree Show, go to DupreeFinancial.com under the radio tab. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more of the show. Stay tuned. Here in our nest, we're surely blessed. Over the heat, she ain't like sweet Merry, Merry Christmas, baby Sure did treat me nice I said Merry Christmas, baby You sure did treat me nice Gave me a diamond ring for Christmas Now I'm living in paradise Well I'm feeling mighty fine Got good music on my radio Well I'm feeling mighty fine Got good music on my radio Well, I want to kiss you, baby While you're standing near the mistletoe Take it off, baby, take it off Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show. On the phone, we have Missy Clifton. Our host, Tom Dupree, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. Okay. Of course, you know who this is by. The late, great Elvis Presley. So, I think all this stuff ties in together. The government corruption, the Ukraine stuff, and then FTX 
and Sam Bankman Freed. And if you, all you got to do is just look at this stuff and it all makes sense. It's a scam. Now, inflation is where they issue a, a lot of bonds and borrow money for meaningless projects, all of which ultimately goes to keep the Democrats in power. That's what it's all about. That's what's in that $1.7 trillion bill. And it's not just the Democrats. See, Mitch McConnell, I think, now is officially a Democrat, even though he says he's a Republican. Look at the people that are trying to be sort of real conservative. You got Kevin McCarthy now, whom I have called nothing but a rhino. He's, he's pushing back. McConnell has been co-opted. He got soundly beaten in uh, the midterms. It, it looked like the Senate would gain three or four seats. Instead, they lost one. And that's all on McConnell. And now he's saying, okay, I, I can't win this. I'm just going to get together with Schumer. We're going to do stuff. And, and that's how I keep my little bit of relevance. Guess what? McConnell got $2.5 million from Sam Bankman Freed. Now, it wasn't direct. It was given to his PAC or whatever, the senatorial co committee, and it came from something to do with FTX. But it's right. all the uniparty. It's all the people that are trying to remain in power, and they think as long as people will buy U.S. government bonds, they'll keep financing this stuff because every other country in the world does it too. It's just that in the U.S., it seems particularly egregious because there's still some people here that are sensitive to what corruption really is. Now, the last we talked about Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX, that's the cryptocurrency exchange slash brokerage firm, whatever you want to call it, based on in the Bahamas, that went down, I don't know, three or four weeks ago. And he got put in a jail in the Bahamas. Suddenly, he's back in the U.S. and he's out of jail. And somewhere, $250 million was found in, not in cash, but in something that could be attached, that is something that could be mortgaged or a lien placed on it in the event that, uh, uh, you know, he, he flew out of bail. And so he's out of the, out of the uh, uh, jail, but supposedly he's staying at his parents' house, which I guess is in right. pa Palo Alto. Right. Um, somewhere in yep. North, Northern California. California. Yeah. Right. Okay. Palo yeah, Alto. So he was extradited late. Yeah. So he's extradited late. So he's Wednesday back night home with and, mommy you know, and daddy. He's back home with mommy right. and daddy. One of, <laughs> I read an article though, the way day, like 48% of Gen Xers are staying at, <laughs> with their parents now. You know, they're, they're not, <laughs> they're, they're having to stay with their parents. So Sam Bankman Freed is now joining that group of those. He's back with mommy and daddy. And somehow right, it was, was 
Go ahead. I was going to say that that was, uh, to your point, the, that was one of the articles I always read that, um, you know, poor SBF heard the news that no young man wants to hear. Sorry, son, you've got to move back in with your parents. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and here's the other thing. Somehow it was construed that their house, because the article, I cannot believe people write this crap with a straight face. It was construed that their house, you know, putting a lien on their house was worth $250 million. So his parents, I mean, my guess is if that house is that big, they probably don't even know if he's home. You know, I well, mean, I think that there, there was there's got to be. So there's had, somebody else well, is pu- <laughs> putting up. Um, yeah, hold, yeah, hold on. So, so, you know, there's like reported documents from the Bahamas that shows that FTX and his parents bought like millions of dollars worth of property, like in a whole bunch of places and, you know, condominiums, um, you know, in the Bahamas and elsewhere. And so it's like if people are scratching their heads saying, wait a minute, you're, you're, you know, He's he's getting out on bail from the money that you used. That was because he you know, said a, about a month ago worth, he's only worth a hundred thousand dollars. That's all he's got left. Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, he's right. got a hundred thousand dollars. His wealth was limited just a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's so correct. so somebody somewhere either lied a lot, and he does have two hundred fifty million dollars worth of property that he can uh, that he can put a lien on. Or somebody else is doing it. Somebody else yeah, I think is. There's kind of, yeah. There's 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 kind of an open question on maybe uh, what 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 kind of money that he has left after the quote unquote absolute failure of this exchange. So yeah. it's it, okay. It, well, it's, it's just squirrely. All right, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's, it's very great. It's, the 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 point to be made is. So people who fell for the crypto thing got hosed. Your money, whatever you put in or whatever it was ever worth at some point, got recycled back to the Uniparty. Some of it went to Mitch McConnell. A lot of it went to Democrats, a lot of different places. Properties got bought. One guy bought uh, $6 million worth of property in a little town of Lenox, Massachusetts. The mayor up there is concerned that all this is going to go on the market and it'll hurt the uh, property values up there. But the the point that I want to make is this is another, just like the inflation theft that goes on with our government every day, this is another way that the private sector got pillaged. Money got put back into the hands of the Democrats and Republicans who play this uh, uniparty game, namely Mitch McConnell. So, you know, the, it, it's almost like fill in the blanks. You figure out what the scam is. And I'll tell you another thing. I'm a, a, somewhat active on Facebook. No, nowhere near as some people. Some people I know post three, three or four things a day. I'm, I'm doing about one every two weeks at this point. But I have a lot of uh, friends on there that are liberals, Democrats. You know, they were cheering when Fetterman got elected. They were always talking about how uh, Biden this, he's getting unfairly treated. I'm not hearing anything from any of those people these days. 
this um, they're always there to talk about uh you know what the republicans are doing bad i've not ever heard them say much good about biden but now you hear nothing i mean you know who the you know who i'm talking about missy i mean and you just don't hear anything because they I, have nothing not, to say. I, I do not engage on Facebook anymore. But um, well, you ought, the, you, ought to cons- you ought to reconsider that because it's actually it's actually <laughs> the, I think it's a great great resource. The part of it well, that I, I don't buy into this metaverse thing, but the other part I, I like. Well, I thought it was interesting. Uh, a few of the comments that were made on some of the platforms were kind of curious to me, talking about Sam Bankman Fried's. Uh, his father, you know, because remember, we both we said this last week that both of his parents, you know, legal background, law professors, they, it said that um, and I don't think much of NPR. I've, I've got a whole thing on NPR and how they completely buried and said that the Hunter Biden's laptop was a non story. And I've got the I have their posts, which they did back, you know, in, back before the election. And then we, we see that they were paid to do that, by the way. So, all right, take NPR with a grain of salt. But this, one of these guys was talking about NPR did a deep dive on the parents apparently last week and that um, one of the uh, – it wasn't it it Amazon's Jeff Bezos, but I think it was Peter – was it is it Teal, T-H-I-E-L, Teal? How do you say that? Yeah. Not sure. But anyway, that he credited Joseph Bankman's tax law class for inspiring his personal wealth tax dodging, dodging strategy. I thought that was funny. I thought I'd like to look into that a little bit more. Sure. Uh, they love to st- kinda, kinda slap taxes on the working class. I think about these people out there that just are struggling. I'm in the one. Per- I'm a one percenter for sure because the the thing of it is, and the bottom line is, I've I've figured out how to invest and and put money to work for myself and others to try to stay ahead of inflation. Now we're not doing it so well this year. We're doing better than the market is. But the point is over time investing in companies, in companies that actually produce something has been a way, you know, to to produce wealth. Well, for some reason, despite everything that's available to people, the average uh level of uh I mean, you see this with people. You can present them to ideas one of them is well thought out patient investing um ideas that over time could produce wealth slowly but steadily or a hustle they almost always go for the hustle people come in and ask us not about hey what what's you know what's a good stock that i can buy uh, that that does this uh, that it, it's more like well you think it's time to get back into crypto so you the listener and and it probably not you all because people that listen to this show tend to be of a different stripe than uh than the average person out there but you in the big sense you guys are responsible for this see when we just blame our political leaders we really have to understand we're we're blaming ourselves. The reason why somebody like Sam Bankman-Fried was able to be successful is that people bought into this idea that crypto was this new thing and really going to be something. And and you had a lot of big uh, 
personalities out there. Tom Brady, Shaquille O'Neal, Matt Damon, many of which promoted cryptocurrency. Uh, Kim um, Kardashian, she had some kind of crypto thing. Everybody would start. People will always go for the scam and the easy money. It's a laziness in human, in the way we're wired, that we want to take the shortcut. So Sam Bankman-Fried basically catered to people wanting to take the shortcut, and they believed him. They believed Bernie Madoff. But they don't believe Tom Dupree because he makes it sound too hard. I think it was all All mass. I think it was masterfully marketed, though. I think that that this Sam character figured out how to get into the mentality of America by getting professional athletes, getting naming rights to a stadium, an NFL stadium. It gives, it gave instant credibility. And sadly people look at that and they think, well, that's what equals credibility. I mean, it's like, you go out and try. You, you, that's all. That's marketing all over the country. Honey, let, 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 let's, that's what I say. You, you look at a boat. Let's, let's, go out, let's talk about boats. A, you go out and look at a 53-foot boat that's brand new, a million and a quarter. Oh, go look at one that's 40 years old but was built better, but it's older. You can buy it for hundred grand. I mean, it's same thing with airplanes. People don't think about what quality is. They think about what looks neat and sleek. Look at houses. It's you the get a, shiny object. It's exactly right. It is the shiny object. That's it's, right. It's always the shiny object. That, exactly. You're so smart. Right. I read. Oh, thanks. Lo- local, local, um, local. Uh, help me out. Author that was just. It's a. Uh, it's called the Daily. It's out in San Francisco. Said. Uh, he said, SBF said almost nothing during the hearing, save for acknowledging the terms of his bond agreement, according to court reporters in attendance. Among those terms were wearing an ankle monitor at all times, relinquishing his passport, and putting up his parents' $4 million Palo Alto home as collateral. SBF is now required to stay with his parents at their Bay Area residence, which is located near the Stanford University campus. Both his father, Joseph Bankman, and his mother, Barbara Freed, are longtime professors at Stanford, neither will be teaching any classes in the upcoming term, which may or may not have something to do with the family emergency stemming from their 30-year-old son allegedly committing fraud on a scale not seen since Bernie Madoff. Yeah. I think it might be even more than Bernie Madoff. Well, I don't know if it is or isn't. It's different. But the the way you do this, and Madoff did it and Sam did too, is you create statements that look like they're real statements but they're not. There's, you know, Bernie Madoff would show people as having stocks in their account, and they didn't. It wasn't there. That's why we at Debris Financial Group, and I want to differentiate how we do business from a guy like FTX or uh, or uh, or Madoff. We don't produce our own statements. We're not in the back room printing statements on accounts that we're holding. We hold it with a third party firm that's a, a custodian and you get your statement from there. So there's all these, we were doing blockchain before blockchain came along because what is blockchain? It's multiple independent verification that comes from different sources. It's like a GPS. 
hooks into seven satellites before it gives you a read on where you are because it's multiple verification. Do you understand what I'm saying right now? I mean, you're not, you're looking away like it's boring. I'm not talking to you, Missy. I'm talking to Elizabeth. I was like, who are you talking to? You can't. Shiny object, shiny object, shiny object. No, it's, it has nothing to do <laughs> with that. I'm kidding you. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say this is an investment lesson that I'm trying to dig out of this SBF thing. You have to have stuff verified from numerous sources. If you just go with one, you're being lazy. That's why we use Fidelity. We use TD Ameritrade. They produce the statement. You don't have to depend on Dupree Financial Group to do it. And and guess who does the performance monitoring? Not us, not Fidelity, advise on. So we have all these multiple partners out there independently verifying that the results are what they are. Does anybody that's a client ever ask me about this? No, they don't think to. I have to tell them this is why we do all this stuff. You know, it's it's uh, it's just it's just a thing that that we feel is right. And guess what? In the long run, it really works. While we still remain we still remain local, but we've got outside independent contractors as a verification of sorts. To, to no, not of sorts in a real way. It in is, a real yeah, way. Yeah, it's not of sorts. Go ahead, Missy. Well, I was just going to say, people don't believe the, you know, you're talking about if it's, if it's too good to be true, it usually is. Hey, yeah. there's Nellie. Um, if it's too good to be true, it usually <laughs> is. And I just, I just don't think people, you know, people don't believe obvious lies because they have to, they believe them because they want to, they want the easier way. They want the the quicker way. Right. Um, that's exactly because they, they're lazy. Know. They're mentally lazy. They're do, you know, and, and, it's mental laziness. And we've talked about things like this on the show and, you know, whether people disagree with um, the premise or not, it's that I, I actually believe that they can't, that people want Hollywood endings. They just can't possibly believe that there is, that things are not, you know, uh, always in a positive manner and, and being presented in a truthful and, you know, well presented and researched manner. And, Instead, the research I mean, part they don't before. want. They don't want the research. They just want the well, the, the nice glitz. I, I've said to you. I've said this multiple times. Is that if you are waiting for your information to be delivered, oh uh, yeah, you have said that so many times. <laughs> you are your thing. And, and and on that point, I think this is kind of funny since we've probably talked um, FTX and SBF to death. Um, on that same note, I think this is interesting. Um, at this point, you know, for all the pseudoscience that completely is mocking common sense, I was laughing when I picked up an article that had been forwarded to me. It's called, it's from Eating Well, and it's Eat Less, Move More, Doesn't Actually Work for Losing Weight. Okay. Like, what? Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Eat Less, Move More, Doesn't Work for Losing Weight. Okay. All that math, calories in, calories out, that doesn't work. Well, they're actually I, trying to put trying to put articles out that defy yeah and, and, and people defy. read it and they say oh that might be true because yeah. all right well, that's, that's the end that's of the me. first that's hour right. we're out you're listening to the tom dupree show with missy clifton we'll be back in just a few minutes with the next hour stay tuned give me a diamond ring for christmas 